What is up, party people? This is Jake, and you're listening to The Salt Farm. I know it's been a damn month since I've published a podcast, but here's the thing. Between the colonoscopy, between the time off work, between all the stuff that has happened in between, then, man, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So I went and did the colonoscopy. I went back to work that next week. And then, of course, as you can hear by the sniffles, your boy Jake got sick. So it wasn't COVID, thankfully. It seemed like it was just a real nasty cold. Got tested, negative, went to the doctor. Everything ended up being okay. Still feeling kind of shitty, if I'm being honest with you, even all the way to today. And last week, it was not good because, like I said, I went back to work and then, boom, here I am back, set back again after the first week back. No excuse. I was really busy with work, kind of started to get back into the swing of things. And then, like I said, then got kind of hit in the face with this cold. Not trying to make excuses for you know not podcasting for a month but I think there's some pretty legitimate reasons considering I've had some health adversity right today I just kind of want to catch everybody up on what's been going on just been kind of hanging out if I'm being honest with you trying to again get back into the swing of working uh trying to just get well uh and feel good overall right I've been doing some soul searching I've been thinking about some options that I that have laid out for me for my future I'm not sure what we're gonna do Uh, That doesn't mean a career change. That doesn't mean anything. It just means that we're going to look at some potential options and what we can, you know, maybe do with not only this podcast, but maybe other things in life, right? Like maybe some side hustles, right? Just stay tuned, right? That's all I'm going to say, okay? So those people who know me, you know, know that you'll you'll find out real quick, right? But I'm really not sure. There's not like a really big subject I want to really hit on today other than, like I said, catching up. Been really, really just, again, focusing on health trying to eat right, trying to figure out, you know, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, spirits are a little bit low. I have the last two weeks has been real shitty. Today was not a great day. I would be a liar if I told you that I had a great day today. So I figured, you know, let's maybe hopefully cheer myself up by podcasting and just recording and venting and putting it out there into the world. Um, and it is Tuesday. So technically it is a podcast day. Let's talk about school. Kids are great. They missed me. I missed the crap out of them. I love my job. There has been some stresses and there's been some things lately, not with the job specifically and not with anything that has happened bad with the job, but uh, I guess some maybe reconsideration of certain things. Um, Waking up early and going to work every day tends to be the hardest, you know, part of what I deal with, right? Mornings are difficult for people with IBS. Mornings are difficult for people in general, right? Uh, Even without a medical condition. So when you deal with something like this and you have to face the adversity, plus getting up at 6.30 in the freaking morning. And I know some people be like, oh, it's not that early, Jake. I get up at four more in the morning and butt crap. I know, it's all relative. But for me, waking up at 6.30 in the morning, taking my medicine, potentially taking a shower, doing the things I need to do to get going, That can be really challenging for me as a person, not just because of the medical condition, but in general, I'm not a freaking morning person. Uh, And I worked graveyards for years, so I was used to, you know, staying up all night and then, you know, sleeping all day. And I swear my body has never, ever readjusted from that, even though I have not worked in the casino industry for like, I guess, consistently for three years now, three, four years at the end of the day, you know, we as humans, we we have to get back into the swing of things whenever we're not doing it. And then not only that, but like I said, 
with the adversity that I face, I have to grind just that much harder just to get up in the morning, right? And again, I'm not making excuses. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. I'm not trying to get people to empathize. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, that's really where I've been and why I haven't really podcasted and why I haven't done a lot of things that I've wanted to do in the past couple weeks. The wife is good. Life feels pretty good right now. Going to Las Vegas next week for a wedding for my two best friends, like some of my two best friends in the world. I'm super freaking stoked. Never been to Vegas. So that's going to be a really exciting experience for me. And not only that, but just like I said, just to, uh, to celebrate a marriage between two of my best friends in my life, right? And then I get to hang out with all my other friends while I'm in Vegas. So that'll be a fun thing. Family life, been good. Haven't really spent a lot of time with family lately. And I'd like to change that. I think with the health issues that have come up and some of the adversity that I have faced, I think that I've unfortunately neglected some of that. And I'd like to get back to doing some of that. Uh, Going to see a basketball game this Friday, uh, with my dad and my grandpa's old friend, and I'm really excited. I haven't been to a Kings game in a while. By the way, they're doing freaking fantastic. You know, I guess that's a subject we could hit on. They just look good. They, you know, the Kings are now 43 and 28, I believe. If I remember the record correctly, yesterday they did fall to the Utah Jazz last night, but they were down 25 at one point, and they did make somewhat of a comeback and they looked really good for a while but unfortunately they just didn't have enough gas in the tank to get there and unfortunately they dug themselves a 25 point hole that you know you run out of gas in the tank and unfortunately you succumb to statistically speaking the loss that you were supposed to lose right tonight they play the boston celtics at home and on the road by the way they went three and one which is fantastic and they have the best road record I believe in the Western Conference and the second best road record in the NBA. And I believe they're tied and or like one or two games behind the Boston Celtics who are coming in to play them tonight in Golden 1 Center. So what a fun experience uh, to be a part of. Uh, It's just, it's, it's cool. You know, the Kings haven't been to the playoffs in 16 years. And it would have been 17 if they didn't make it this year. But they're four games away from clinching a playoff spot spot in the Western Conference. And it's looking real good for them. And I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be, I'm hoping they can go deep. I'm, you know, there's some people out there. My wife thinks they'll go to the finals and win. They, She says that they're going to win a championship. I, sorry, but the Kings, you know, haven't been to the playoffs in 16 years. The experience, lack of, or lack thereof, per se, you know, to me kind of speaks volumes there. And I'm just not sure if they have what it takes to get to an entire championship uh, the same year that it, you know, that they, you know, took all the gas just to get to the playoffs, right? But to get there is still a step and that's incredible. And so how cool is that? You know, not going to sit there and say that I've been a faithful Kings fan my entire life to sit there and say that would be a freaking lie because the Kings have been incredibly hard to watch the last 16 years due to what I just said. Um, they have a losing record. They are not a very good team and they have changed that culture and they have turned everything around this year and they just look great. So good for them. And like I said, I've been a Kings fan, you know, at heart since I was in fourth grade, my grandpa, my late grandpa took me to Kings games back in the day and 
man, I just went to so many of them and it made me fall in love with the sport. He taught me everything I know. And I just have an appreciation for basketball. Not only that, but just, you know, the Kings as a whole, you know, it's cool. You know, I've always been kind of a, well, I'm just kind of waiting fan, right? You know, hopefully that they can win soon and say, you know, whatever. Oh, that's bandwagon, whatever. Or that's fair weather, whatever, man. Who likes a loser? No one likes a fucking loser. So to sit there and say that you're going to critique somebody for not liking a team, I just like basketball, all right? And it just so happens that the Kings are a good-looking team, and they're from where I'm, you know, I'm from here. So what a freaking awesome experience to be a part of. What an awesome experience for our community and just an awesome experience for their franchise as a whole, considering they've turned everything around. And some of that in due to part, you know, with new uh, coaching and new management, you know, Mike Brown and uh, Monty McLair has come in or Monty McNair, uh, pardon me, has come in and he has just completely overhauled the front office and completely changed the progression and player development. And everything just looks so good. And I'm really excited to see the future of the team, right? And what a great way to play homage or pay homage to my grandfather, who unfortunately passed away last July, which is awesome to think about from the standpoint of, man, they're going to make the playoffs the year, you know, that during the season that he, you know, he passed away or, you know, that season right after he passed away. And, you know, I think that that's just I believe in, you know, I'm not a big god or religious person, but I do believe that there's energy in this uh, in this universe, and I think that there's some will there that happened, and I think it's really cool. I just, I don't know if I believe in coincidence, right? And so, really cool. Not superstitious either, but it's very intriguing, and it's really um, incredible that that just so happened to line up, right? Can't believe we're already almost in April. What a fucking trip. It is March 21st as we speak. I cannot believe it. We're already a quarter of the way through 2023. And holy crap, man. I'm going to be 29 in July. And to think, I, I just, I can't believe it. You know, time just, woof, just going right over my head. And, you know, it just feels like yesterday was 2020, right? And here we are three years later, uh, kicking ass and taking names and just, you know, doing great things. And, and even though, like I said, facing adversity, I think that overall, I think things are looking better. I'd like a few more things to improve. Partially that my mental health, I think today really showed me that there was a lot of mental health issue going on and getting it out there and talking right now really is helping me. And not only that, but I'm going to seek other means of help as well, just because I know that at some point, all this stuff catches up to you, and it's this endless loop of, you know, the snake eating its own tail. Well, where, you know, you'll feel, you know, you'll feel physically bad, and then you get mentally down, and then, and then before you know it, you start feeling more physically ill because of your mental ailment, right? And then it just becomes this clusterfuck of, well, I'm sad and I hurt and I don't feel good and I feel like shit, and then I don't want to do anything, right? You know, giving up's not allowed. I've talked about it before in the past, and those of you who know me know that it's just not an option, right? It is so hard. Today was the first time, I think, probably in the last six months that I actually felt like waking up and quitting my job and saying I don't want to do it anymore and just not wanting to continue. And that is really 
really heartbreaking for me to admit, but that's just one of those things that I think I have to get through, face adversity, and just keep chugging along, right? And even if I have to find different means or different ways to do things, then that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I was talking about in Partial at the beginning, where I think maybe it does mean a career change, right? Maybe it would mean something that I could do from home. Maybe it would mean something that I could do differently, right? I don't know what the future holds. I'm not a psychic. What I do know is that I don't know if I'm completely satisfied or fulfilled with what's going on in my life right now. And I have to do some soul searching and figure out if that's due and partial to my career path or what I'm doing with my job. Or maybe it's just due to the fact that I feel demoralized due to the fact that there has been medical issues that have, I guess, hindered me from doing my job properly, right? But at the end of the day, like I said, I still woke up. I went to work today. I did what I was supposed to do. And I've, you know, and I plan to go the rest of the week. Monday we had off because I didn't even know. I think it was like a furlough day. But either way, we didn't have school and it, it was weird. But I'm... I'm not going to argue considering I was sick all weekend and that extra day felt nice. So, you know, today still feeling pretty poopy. I think more than anything, it's fatigue today. Not really symptomatic. A little bit of stuffiness, as you can maybe hear in my voice. Not sure if this mic is that good. Just kidding. It's the HyperX Quadcast. It's a great mic. But (laughs) uh, besides that point, uh, definitely feeling a whole lot more energized Uh, than I have, you know, the last, I'd say, 72 hours. So that's a good sign. Been eating a lot more. My appetite has come back. And just overall, I think, better. Uh, Mentally, that has helped too. You know, whenever you feel ill, you know, your brain feels ill. Your whole body, you know, tends to feel like crap. So your mindset just kind of goes to the dumps, right? But like I said, I woke up this morning, didn't want to go to work. And I think part of that was just because I haven't, you know, I haven't been in a routine since I've come back to work. You know, I went that that full week and then I missed the first two days of that part, that next week, came back Wednesday and I felt okay. And then I was like, okay, went home. I felt absolutely just tarnished, just fucking done. Uh, woke up that morning at like three in the morning and I was, you know, sweating bullets and I was sniffling, I had the sore throat, and I just, I felt like absolute dog ass. So I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm not going to work. Uh, Called out Thursday, went to the doctor Thursday, and then went to the doctor on Friday, and then got a note for work and stuff and was excused for Thursday and Friday. So I have gone to work a total of six days out of 10 that I was supposed to go. So 60% of my days I've gone and 40% I've missed. That's not good statistics from the standpoint of attendance. And not only that, the routine just was never really built back. So I think really like this week going back Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, going back this four days and seeing kind of where I stand and where I feel, I think is going to be really important to gauge where I'm sitting, right? Morally and physically. So that's where I'm at. And I'm thinking that I think once I get back into the swing of things, I think things are going to start feeling a whole lot freaking better. It's just been, you know, I was off for that four weeks, almost five, and then all of a sudden I'm thrown back into this. And then, of course, I get the cold thrown at me, and then I'm thrown right back into where I was. Now, again, that should feel normal, but it doesn't because I'm used to working, and I enjoy my job, and I enjoy working at this point. So when I'm thrown off my schedule and everything's like this, it really just messes with my head. And, you know, 
the leave was appropriate to get myself right and to get some of the stuff that I needed to get taken care of and to be to, to get options, you know, to to treat myself. But you know, it really it really does just go to show that routine is really important. And especially for someone like myself, where routine is everything. Because if I screw up my routine, God, you you don't wanna you know, it it it, 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 it what happens today is what happens, right? I wake up I don't want to do it. I feel demoralized. And then, and I felt like crap, you know, not only that, but you feel like crap on top of it. You know, and like I said, I've been eating well. I don't know, you know, what I can do more, right? I've got my options. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. But unfortunately, sometimes you still feel the way you feel, right? And so, like I said, getting back into this swing and this groove and this routine, I think is going to be the key to my success here. And in probably the next, you know, four to five weeks, I'm hoping to get back into the swing. Unfortunately, I only have to work this week and then I work next week and then I'm on another vacation because we have spring break coming up. So I will have a total of 10, I think, or it's 10 or nine days off either way. It's a long time and, you know, and it's just, there's nothing I can do, right? You know, the kids don't go to school, it's spring break. So I just get to chill at home or do what I'm supposed to do, right? I'm going to keep myself busy. I'm going to look into some side hustles. Like I said, going to maybe look into some different, you know, part-time career choices and, you know, maybe make some extra cash on the side. All these different options that I have for myself that I've just kind of thought about the last, you know, couple weeks. I'm ready to kind of pursue and see what I can figure out, right? And hell, maybe I might find something that I enjoy more and something that I can you know, that's more accessible to me and I can sit at home and do right. And then I would feel more confident and comfortable getting into a routine versus actually having to get up and do something, you know, which again, not complaining. It's what adults do. It's just something that I think at the end of the day, I don't know if I was built for it, right? Uh, I deal with some of the adverse stuff that I deal with. And I think it's time that I come to terms with the fact that maybe there is, you know, some things that I need to consider and maybe reconsider or, or, or do a different, you know, do something different that would actually accommodate me properly, right? My job has been the most accommodating job in the entire world in regards to attendance and understanding, you know, some of the stuff that I've gone through medically, and they have been nothing but supportive and nothing but helpful to me. But at the end of the day, I still don't know where I stand with, like I said, waking up every day and doing, you know, going out and doing these things, right? It's still very difficult for me, you know, as a, as a human being. And I'm not a lazy person. I'm really, I'm really not. I'm not known to be some kind of overly ambitious person or outgoing, but I will sit there and tell you I'm not a lazy person. And I can say that with utter confidence just because I know that it's because I literally sometimes literally wake up and it is so mentally and physically draining to do anything just sitting up, right? And like I said, those may be excuses to some people and maybe it's going to be this, oh, well, Jake, you know, there's people who have it harder. Sure, sure. But this is my hard, right? This is this is my difficult setting, you know, this is my difficulty in my life. So it's all relative to how I feel, right? But that's where I'm at, trying to just get back into the swing. We're really trying to iterate, getting into a routine and just getting things situated with, you know, eating breakfast and 
uh, my drive to work and waking up early enough to take care of my business. Pardon me. See? I'm yawning because I'm fatigued from all this talking. No. Um, but yeah, no, it's just been a good, I'd say it's been a good day, even regardless of the adversity. It's gotten better, I think, progressively. It started kind of shit. I won't lie. I woke up at 6.30 this morning, and like I said, it started real bad. Uh, but here I am. At, you know, Now it's approaching 4.30. Uh, I'm looking forward to having some dinner with the wife, settling down for the night, watching the game, maybe playing some games, and just hanging out. I mean, and I'm recording the podcast, doing some fun stuff. So like I said, the day has progressively gotten better. You know, it's just, I think that's another thing that was worth mentioning is that with the graveyards and stuff, I got to sleep during the day or during like swing shifts. You got to sleep all the way up until whenever. And then you went to work at, you know, I'd be going to work two hours from now or an hour and a half from now if I was still working at the casinos and I'd work, you know, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m., right? Some people can do it. So people can't. I definitely think that it takes a special type of person to do it. And I enjoyed it to some degree. And I also hated it to some degree because there were nights where people were going out and doing things or there was parties or something that would happen. And I'd be like, yeah, well, unfortunately, I can't go because I've got to go and work at the casino from, you know, the evening hours all the way till the wee hours of the morning. Right. There's pros and cons and there's winning and losing. At the end of the day, you have to work. Right. So finding that middle ground I think is where I'm still kind of stuck to right and it's all about trying to figure it out I notice that I feel my best at about you know noon every day I notice that I peak out and then I start to kind of you know right about now I'm starting to feel good still it's about you know four or five hours and then around six seven o'clock I notice you know that the world starts to settle down and I have a hard time sleeping and I tend to feel the pain of, you know, what I just ate for dinner and it doesn't matter what I eat. Sometimes, you know, my body just doesn't settle right with me or sometimes I don't feel pain at all and sometimes I have great evenings and a great 24 hours or a great even couple 24 hours, right? But at the end of the day, I notice the patterns tend to kind of wavelength on the, st- on the, uh, on the level of like, okay, morning shit, you know, noon around, you know, peak hours feel good. And then around evening time now I feel pretty damn good. But then like maybe four or five hours from now, and I say maybe because I'm not going to just automatically predisposition myself to feel like shit today, but you know, maybe three to four hours from now, I'm not going to feel as good as I'm feeling now. Right. And as uppity. And part of that is I know that the world kind of settles down. You're supposed to kind of mellow out right throughout the night. Your body tends to you know, release melatonin and you tend to get sleepy and you're supposed to, that's the natural, you know, rhythm of the body, right? Dude, you know, it's step one, two, three, four, five, you know, all the way up to 24, right? 24 hours, right? And then at that point, you're going to get to a point where you're like, okay, well, I'm sleepy. I'm going to go to bed. And it's hard for me. You know, I, I, even though I wake up early, even though, I try to go to bed as early as I possibly can. And I really do put in effort at this point. I turn screens off at 9 p.m. and I'm in my bed and I'm hopefully asleep by 10 p.m. Sometimes it's midnight, sometimes it's one in the freaking morning and I only get, you know, five, six hours of sleep, right? But at the end of the day, that's just kind of what I live off of. And part of not getting enough sleep, I know, is part of 
that not feeling well too so i know that that will probably be you know if someone wants to give me input on that too it's gonna be well jake you know you're not sleeping right you know your rhythm is off all the i get it right like i understand the things that have to change i understand the things that have to get better right and i'm trying to improve on those things you have to understand that i deal with you know this ibs i deal with the insomnia i deal with mental illness so when you have all these things on top of each other they tend to coincide with each other and mess everything up, right? And the rhythm of your body gets thrown off. And I'm just now starting to feel like I have the reins and I'm starting to kind of get in control of that, right? The rhythm still feels a little bit wavy, but it it's starting to feel a little more steady. The world is starting to make more sense. And my sleep pattern is really the only thing left at this point. And I know that that's going to help me drastically, right? Because if I can get a full eight hours, maybe even plus, and I can, you know, wake up at, you know, six, six thirty in the morning and get my ass up and, you know, take my shower or wash my face, brush my teeth, eat my breakfast, and then go to work. That's what I'm going to have to do, right? You know, I have to make that effort, you know, consciously as a human being and I also have to subconsciously get into the habit of just doing that, right? Sometimes it's really difficult to build a routine. Never been a person of routine. I've never, ever, 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 ever had a consistent sleep schedule. And I've never, like, unless, like, when I was very young, maybe, even even then, it was still, it was still wavy. It was never, I guess, enforced, right? Uh, you know, parents, you know, would you know, would let us to some degree stay up as late as we wanted, we would obviously face the consequences of that, right? And seeing now the consequences of staying up late and being tired and feeling like crap on top of being tired, which obviously goes hand in hand and it's the snake tail thing again, where it's just this constant feedback loop. That's where you learn your lesson, right? Touching the hot stove, right? So then Jake, well, then why don't you just sleep normal? Well, again, I've tried. I've made a conscious effort to turn screens off at 9 p.m. at this point. I've really tried to make this conscious effort. Sometimes I cheat. I'd be a liar if I told you I didn't. Sometimes I don't get to bed that early. Sometimes I'm in the middle of something. Sometimes I'm having a fun time on a game. Sometimes I'm having a good conversation with somebody on the internet. Sometimes I'm having a good conversation with my wife. Sometimes... I'm doing the dishes at 9 p.m., right? It all depends on my life and how jam-packed things get. I'm trying to find a way, like I said, to compartmentalize everything into the hours of like right now and between the time that I'm in bed, pillow, you know, head on pillow, and then sleep within the next 30 minutes to 60 minutes, right? That is the goal in life. That is where I'm at. And that is what we're trying to get to, right? And then you wake up six six o'clock again and do the same thing over again over again. Here's the problem with that. I am a creature of habit, but I'm also a creature of I guess you would describe as I don't even know what the proper word is. If someone could enlighten me, if someone knows me personally and they listen to this and they can enlighten me, I don't know what the word would be is that I'm a person that doesn't like change from the standpoint of like a job change or a residence change. I would not like to move right now, right? Or a state, you know, I wouldn't want to move out of state or country, right? I don't like change like that, but I'm also a person of like, 
I get bored or I get mon- it gets mundane. If the world is the same fucking thing every single fucking day, it's boring as shit, right? If I wake up every single day, every single day, and I'm doing the same shit that I do the previous day, and I have to do that for five days a freaking week, I'm going to go nuts, like, I'm going to have to wake up at, you know, instead of 6 o'clock, I'm going to have to wake up at 6.10. Or instead of 6.30, I'm going to have to wake up at 6.35. And I do this on purpose to change the pressure that I'm under so that I know that I'm in more of a hurry a little bit more or I'm in less of a hurry, right? And sometimes it all depends on if I got to poop before I leave or I got it, you know, if I'm eating my breakfast faster than I normally do, trying to make a conscious effort to eat slower, all these things, right? They go into effect of what I'm doing, okay? And if I'm changing little bits of that every day, it definitely helps me to kind of keep my life, I guess, alive and, you know, I guess unpredictable to some degree, right? If life's just the same thing, then we're just living Groundhog Day every day. And I I personally can't do it. And again, maybe that's my problem. If I could just get into a normal rhythm of just waking up at the same time every day, if I could get into a normal rhythm of going to sleep at the same time every day, then I'd probably feel a whole lot better. But I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And I don't have kids. I don't have you know any of those other factors that go into play. It's just because... I am a creature, again, I don't know the word. I just, I'm a, I'm a person that doesn't like the same shit over and over again. It's part of why I have to, you know, work my bridges after school program some days a week now. And some days I don't because I literally can't just go to work and then just keep going to work and then stay till 4 p.m. I have to leave. Like today I left at 2, right? And it's nice because like I said, you... You get that nice buffer. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I don't got to go, right? So I get to just leave it too. And I have, you know, I get to have a nice, you know, afternoon to myself. Tomorrow, I go to program. So my day is going to be different than it was today. That is exciting for me. And the reason that I do that is because of that buffer. I get that nice, like, oh, Jake, you get your afternoon this week, you know, or today. And then tomorrow, you're going to go back and you got to do program, right? So it's exciting for me. It's, it's something new. I know that something cool is happening tomorrow or something different's happening than what happened today and vice versa, right? So it's good to have that experience and it's good to know that every day is going to be a little bit different. Even if it's just minute differences, my job is so unpredictable that it, it, it couldn't be the same every day because I work with children, so they're unpredictable as shit. There's no fucking way that whenever I'm actually at work that that's going to be the same every day. I could have a kid tomorrow that is being a shit, and I have to deal with that, right? Or I could have the best day tomorrow, and all my kids are angels, and yeah, I, I could send a prayer No, there's going to be always one person or a couple kids that you're going to have to get on every day and you're going to have to, you know, remind them of, you know, what they're supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do. It's part of the learning process. And we're adults too. We're learning every day as well, just like them. So think of it from that perspective, right? Same freaking thing. Those kids are in such a rhythm. They're in such a habit. They go to school five days a week. They pack their stuff up. Their parents have a schedule. Most good parents have a schedule where they wake up, they do these things, they go to bed at a specific time, and then, and then, like I said, then they go home, and they are in this rhythm. 
but their day changes on a day-to-day basis too because well let's think you know like today for example it's raining right it was raining so it's different for them they got wet on the way into school right they made you know that they didn't you know it wasn't sunny it wasn't just cold it was raining and cold right so there's a whole different factor stuff like that man the weather even you know that's what's funny even about weather i know again all this stuff sounds so silly but little changes in the environment you know tomorrow i know i don't know if it's supposed to rain tomorrow morning right i'll look up the weather and if i know that it's not going to rain tomorrow morning how cool is that i got to go to the school and i got to go to work in the rain today and tomorrow it's hopefully going to be dry and i'll get to just it'll be a less stressful situation right and not only that but it's just different and or what if it's sunny right or you know, what if, you know, in in a few weeks, we're going to probably be getting sunny weather, right? It's springtime, you know, the season's changing. The world would be so fucking boring if it was all the same. You know, I know a lot of people who can do that shit where they wake up every day, they do the same thing, and they keep doing this, you know, this blah, blah, you know, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And I understand that's part of the world we live in, right? The nine to five, the classic you're working 40 hours a week, bud. Good luck. You know, and we're all getting underpaid and we all, you know, just rinse, repeat, pay our bills, pay our bills, and then go work. And then, you know, even some of that shit, you know, don't get me started on it, right? It's it's a whole, you know, rinse, repeat process at the end of the day. Um, and I just like to keep it kind of fresh and exciting if I can, right? If I can change some things and make some things different to make the world a little more interesting, then you're fucking right I'm going to do it, right? Maybe I'll go, you know, maybe I'll drive a little faster to work tomorrow, right? Maybe there's little things in my life that I really do try. If I can do so safely and effectively, I will try and make the changes that are necessary. And I try to do something different every day, because I think approaching something different every day is also a very good attitude as well, especially with the field that I work in. Because finding what works and what doesn't work is really important. Sure, you find something that works. You're going to keep going back to that. And you're going to keep going and using that same strategy. But more times than not, just like everything else in the world, those kids, are some, there's so many factors that apply that maybe one day it'll work and then the next day it's not going to work, right? That's my point right? In my field of work, that's what people have to understand is that in my field of work, I think little changes and keeping the mundaneness out of my job and mundaneness out of life is really the name of the game, right? Because if kids get bored, you're screwed. And like I said, they're constantly, constantly susceptible to changing factors in the world because they're naive to it, but yet they still see it and they still feel it, and they know whenever an adult's off. Kids are so freaking smart, man. Those kids are smarter than me on some levels. They're in tune with how people feel. They're in tune with what people do, and they can tell if you're having an off day, and they will call you out if you're having an off day. But I digress. At the end of the day, like I said, that is where I am. Mundane does not have a place in my life. I try to keep my life new and exciting like a meal, right? Would you want to eat pizza for the rest of your life? No, but some people say they would. Right? I've heard, especially young kids and even adults, I've heard, oh, I could eat this forever or I could eat this every day. And I tell those kids, you know, I go, nah, no, nah, you, you you couldn't. You, know, you could, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to. And they go, well, why not? You know, because you get tired of it, man. Eventually you get tired of stuff, man. 
You really think that if you ate pizza your whole life that you would still love pizza? No, pizza's a treat. There's certain things that are treats in this world and you should only do on certain days or only do it a certain amount of times in your life and just know that that's a reward to yourself and it feels good to, you know, get things that you don't get as often, right? And it's part of that same thing of keeping your life new and exciting. If you had the same dinner or same meal every day, how fucking boring would your life be? That's all I'm saying, man. Keep it spicy. Keep the world alive and little changes, little changes go a long way. And I think that this really talking about this really did help me today. Because like I said, this is really where I'm at. And I really want to make a conscious effort, a more conscious effort to make those little changes. And whether that be literally, like I said, like, it could be as simple as putting a candy bar in my lunch, right? Instead of not having a candy bar in my lunch today, right? Or packing a water bottle instead of a sparkling water, you know, or packing a different kind of snack, right? Or, you know, drinking a soda versus a water, right? There's so many different things you can do to really just liven your life and it'll make things better and it makes things easier. That's, of course, given the fact that you can afford it and given the fact that you will allow yourself to do so. Like today, my wife wants hot chocolate. I'll probably go get some hot chocolate. I didn't get hot chocolate yesterday. I was off work yesterday though. So I feel like now that I work today, you know, maybe going to get hot chocolate would be a nice reward to myself and her. She worked today too. It's a really exciting thing, you know, to know that you can do those little things, right? And again, having the means to do so and working, it's all the name of the game to keep yourself alive and to keep yourself afloat to be able to do those things. We're approaching the 40 minute mark of this podcast. And I just want to say that I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to what I had to say. I do apologize for not podcasting for a month, literally a whole month. You'll have to forgive me. This uh, has been episode two of The Salt Farm. I'm Jake. And just remember, like I said, keep life interesting. Don't let anybody tell you differently and keep those heads up. It does get better. I promise.